Thank you for joining me on another Daily Word. Today we're going to find ourselves in Proverbs 9. And Proverbs 9, again, uh, yesterday we talked about how many times wisdom here is personified as a person. And I think we see that here. It talks, you know, it says she and talks about this person wisdom. And, uh, and again, it's going to introduce some characters, the foolish person, the scorner. And, uh, and we'll kind of lay those out uh, as, as we go on with this study. But um, uh, I'm going to read several verses uh, to kind of give uh, a backdrop, if you would. But we're going to focus in on a verse. Um, uh, let's see, we'll do verse 7. But, uh, but it says in verse 4, Whoso is simple... Let him turn hither. So he's talking about a simple person. I want to say this, that 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 we all start off uh, fairly simple. Who's the simple person? He has not made up his mind. He's easily persuaded. Uh, um, he, he, he's, he's pulled. Uh, there's great hope for the simple because his mind's not made up. There's great danger for the simple because his mind's not made up. He can get pulled one way or the other. So with that, uh, the encouragement to that simple is verse 6. Forsake the foolish, all right, because there's you, you can get pulled to the foolish. Forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. So turn away from the foolish, but go toward understanding, all right? And we've seen a lot in Proverbs already about understanding and being a person of uh, that seeks understanding and, and so forth. So then it says in verse 7, He that reproveth a scorner getteth himself shame. You ever been there, tried to encourage somebody in the right direction or reprove a scorner? Uh, I work with teenagers sometimes, and and uh, we've got some wonderful young people in our church. But sometimes you, I've dealt with teenagers that uh, um, you're trying to politely rebuke them, trying to get them going in the right direction. And I'll say this, sometimes when you reprove a scorner, you get to your self-shame. Yeah, who do you think you are? You know, and and uh, it's it's like, man, you know, they don't understand authority. They don't wreck it. You know, they don't respect authority, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be good for them. Okay, and you feel for them, but you get to yourself shame. You're like, boy, that was a waste of time. But then it says, and he that rebuketh a wicked man giveth himself a blot. All right, uh, you might say a black eye. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not it's not going in a good direction. So it's kind of a caution to those who who feel the urge to rebuke or to try to correct. Be careful that you've earned that position in that person's life, because uh, when when you have not, you don't have that position. Uh, there's going to be listen, light rejected becomes lightning. It's going to blow up. All right, and so, uh, but but notice what it says then in uh, verse number um, verse number eight: Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. So someone's in this position of scorn. Uh, don't reprove him because he's going to hate you. Now 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 I want to say is we're relational beings. All right, and especially one that doesn't understand authority, or uh, or you know, you can't just come in there, you know, bless God, you're you're in violation of this book, and you know, and and uh, however, when you've earned that position, the Bible says, "Faithful are the wounds of a friend," and uh, and I and we I, we've looked at that verse a lot, and and kind of hit me in the face one day. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. All right. Is the, are you in friend status to wound them? Because otherwise, it's an attack. All right. When someone brings up something, uh, uh, an error or a uh, um, uh, uh, a character flaw, or whatever it is, and they're not in friend status or that position to wound, it's going to be an attack. All right. And so, so what's going to happen? Uh, that scorner, he's not listening. He doesn't care what you have to say. 
He's going to hate you. So, so save it. Don't, don't do that. You have not earned that position yet. All right. That's not to say that you're in the wrong. I mean, that person's heart is wrong. Pray that it'd be broken. Pray that they'd come to the end of themselves. But, um, uh, he that reproved the scorner, give, uh, I'm sorry, verse 8, reprove not a scorner lest he hate thee. But then it says, rebuke a wise man and he will love thee. Now, here's the crazy, here's the interesting thing. The wise man, why will he love you if, if, if you rebuke him? I want to say this about the wise man. The wise man will take every opportunity he can to improve himself, regardless of who it's coming from. Now, this is where it's kind of challenging because the scorner, what happens? He hates them. You ever been corrected by somebody and he's, right? Uh, but the wise man, it really doesn't matter who it comes from. Yeah, a friend is wonderful. But, uh, but I'll be honest with you, there have been times that uh, I've had things pointed out in my life by someone, quite frankly, I did not respect. But you know what I did? I took it in and thought, if this is a perspective, if this is something that, that, that a person sees in me, maybe there is some truth to it. And I had to take this seriously. And it, it was a great help to me by taking that perspective. And I was able to kind of weed through some things and, and realize, you know, not everything was as I think this guy had, had, had said or thought. But there were some things that I was able to grow from through that. And, and I, I personally believe that in that instance, I, discer- I, I, I exercised some wisdom because uh, I was able to grow through it. All right. Uh, even though this person hurt me, I don't think his best interest was, was really even for me. But he pointed out some things that really became a help to me. And, and, um, and so it says, uh, 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 rebuke, rebuke a wise man, he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, he will increase learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. That's what we're after, wisdom and understanding. Now, I want to just kind of zero in there on, uh, on verse 8 is what, what I wanted to look at. And I want, to, I want to flip the script here. We're talking about do not rebuke a scorner. But if you, if you rebuke or you bring correction to a wise man, he's going to love you for it. Let's flip the script a little bit. And I want to ask you, how do you respond when correction or rebuke comes your way? We're talking about the simple, the wise, the foolish, the scorner. How do you respond when correction comes your way? Now, none of us like being corrected. But this is going to be a great test. Remember, yesterday we talked about some things that God hates and we ought to hate. Pride, arrogancy, okay? When we, the reason correction and rebuke do not sit well with us is because of our pride. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. Uh, because we love ourselves so much. It, it touched our ego and it touched our arrogancy and our pride. You know, do you know who I am, what I've done and what I've accomplished? Hey, it doesn't matter. You're still a fallen creature. You're still so short of God's glory. For all of sin and come short of the glory of God. You are not there, my friend. If Paul could say, I have not attained, neither already perfect, uh, then you and I are nowhere near to attaining. So let's let's lower ourselves a little bit. Let, let not a man think of himself higher than he ought to think. But when this correction comes, hey, let's all be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. You see, I've had some conversations in recent days, and and you know what I did? I just sat there and processed. 
And now coming through the other side, I think I've got some wisdom and, and some, 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 some discernment in the, in the matter. But uh, but I'll tell you what, when you're corrected and uh, hey, don't be the don't 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 say the first thing that comes to your mind and get yourself in trouble. All right. Some people say, well, I just speak my mind. Yeah, the Bible says a fool uttereth all his heart. A fool. All right. But I'm going to ask this question and, and, and I'm going longer than I intended to. But how do you respond when rebuke comes your way? That's going to give it a big indication on which one of these categories you fall into. Every one of us want to think, I'm wise. I'm on the right track. But I think a great indicator, what's going to tell on you, is how you respond. All right? I've, uh, I've gone to somebody before and thanked them. Thank you for pointing that out. I needed that. I need some growth. Right? And, uh, and we all do. And I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for Nathan's in our lives. Like Nathan, when he went to David and, and uh, told him that story, and he looks at David and says, Thou art the man. You're the one that messed up in this story. And how it just humbled David's heart. Why? Because David's wise. Yeah, he was in sin. He was in a backslidden state. But, uh, but he responded well. And I believe that's why he's called a man after God's own heart. Because he, he was so tender that even when he was in the wrong, he would humble himself and repent. And so I want to ask us today, be, be mindful of this. How do I respond? How do I respond when my unsaved boss corrects me? How do, I uns- how do I respond when when people that I don't even really respect point out flaws in my life when they've got blatant flaws in their life, you see? And uh, we need to be careful with these things. And then the flip side, be careful who we're correcting. Because maybe they're a fool. Maybe they're the scorner, right? And uh, we want to we be wise with that. We want to be helpful with that. I think about even how Jesus dealt with people. And uh, But anyways, uh, we'll, we'll just want to give you that. A little bit of thought, uh, chew on there, a little food for thought. I hope you all have a wonderful day today. Uh, make sure you read that whole chapter, uh, uh, chapter 9 of Proverbs. And uh, we'll see you here tomorrow. God bless you all.